have a very special guest in the studio who's writing away in his wee book <laughs> down there at the moment. Hello, Dan Brader. Hey, thanks for having me again. It's good to be actually in the studio and not on a, uh, a cell phone uh, from somewhere else talking to you, yeah. Yeah, it's so much nicer than having to do all of the technical things. You're just here, yeah. and we can talk to you, and you're in the flesh. Real, yeah. real Kiwis, that's what we're... Oh no, what? Yeah. Here we go. Your, your mic's on now, right? Wonderful. <laughs> as, I just, as I just said before, I've got very small hands. Sometimes turning all three buttons on at once is quite difficult when that's you've okay. got little Donald Trump hands, as yeah, Dan yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate Mexicans too? Or? No, mm, <laughs> not that one. It's just the hands. That's oh, the only yeah. thing we have you in common. You got the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what have you been up to since we last talked to you? Oh, just bouncing around New Zealand, just doing my little solo show. Yeah. I think the last couple of places I did was um, I, think I did Fongaray, Omaru, and maybe one other one I've forgotten about. Um, yeah, maybe two or three since I last saw you. Mm. And, and they were good. Like, in Whangarei, like, I got about 40 people or so, which oh, cool. is good Not for, much. like, someone of my uh, level because I don't have, like, marketing teams. Oh, by the things. way, Dan's a comedian. Just oh, yeah, didn't well, mention that. Yeah, he yeah, could indeed. be any the mystery yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Brader. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? Um, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did my uh, comedy show there. It's about 40 people, which was pretty good. Um, and the best part about that was they just had a... Um, you know, you may know a bit about Fongray. They had a uh, a meth bus there because they're really into the. <laughs> they're really into I've the, heard. The yeah, I've heard. And anyway, I said just obviously as a joke because I'm not really into that kind of thing. I'm more into the down the downer things, but I won't get on about that. Um, so I said. Um, I made a little silly joke about it. I said something, ah, oh, you guys had your meth bus. It was last week. Ah, oh, I should have booked my gig last week. I only came for the meth. Like, ah, oh, what, I got like 50 minutes to go? Oh, it's going to be a long night. Ha, 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 kind of thing. And then this guy from the crowd yelled out, Oh, I've got meth in the truck, mate. Like, and I don't oh, think he was. No. Love it. Initially, I thought, oh, he's been funny, but a banter. But every time there was a lull on the show, or w- without being, you know, a snobby or whatever, whenever there was a, a bit that required him to pay attention for longer than twenty seconds, um, mm. he would he would yell out, "Meth in the back of the truck, bro." Oh, man. <laughs> That's oh, wow. the danger. I mean, sorry, That's just a little advertising, though, though. Yeah, little little side note. I was driving through Fongray with one of my friends during the university break, um, and just for fun we weren't actually gonna go out but we looked up um night best nightclubs in Whangarei <laughs> and one of the things that came up was big safe furniture <laughs> so well, don't know then can, all the nightlife they probably converted <laughs> yeah. into well the car park you know that, <laughs> I mean, that's where teenagers they do that here even at the new world the teenagers don't oh, they God, yeah. I remember one time when I was about 20 I was walking through town there's you know a, a nice looking girl she was all dressed up and I just assumed oh she's you know 18 I'm 20 you know what I mean I, didn't think it was a big deal and then she goes oh yeah no I can't go to the the, the bar with you but uh, we can hang out somewhere else and I thought ah oh, great you know like typical guy and then somewhere else was the car uh, park and then I said uh, oh yeah maybe not and then I saw her friends and they weren't as uh, developed and weren't wearing as much makeup and I was like oh hang on like, let's get out of here yeah, yeah. no the youth I think yeah, it's yeah. the car parks and out front McDonald's these yeah, days yeah, I think right. that's kind of the hot spots so yes. you are doing a few things this week I yeah, believe yeah I've got three uh, no, two. No, yeah, two different things. But uh, one, I'm I'm not performing in, but I'm I'm kind of helping to promote because we've okay. got a guy called Nathan Headley from Christchurch uh, here, and uh, he's doing a show on Saturday at eight pm at D's Cafe, and uh, I'll, I'll come down and definitely watch that because I haven't seen his full hour show. Okay, that's mm-hmm. all about depression and and his struggles with that, so I can relate to him with that one. 
And I'm is that show separate from the one that he's holding for mental health? Yeah, so they're both him and me are both doing that one. So okay. on, on oh, cool. Saturday at uh, starting at one o'clock, kind of finishing around two. Comedy's always loose. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're doing this show uh, for a bunch of kind of mental health professionals and their friends and, and what have you. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to come to that, that's kind of in that in that into that sort of thing, or knows someone that has that, or they may have it themselves, um, you can just email me or find Nathan Nathan Headley, find me Daniel Brader. You can find us on Facebook if that's your way to go, or email me on Daniel Brader. It's like Brad then E R at hotmail dot com, and we can um, put you on the door for sure. It's just a free one. Well, it's Koha, and most yeah. people in New Zealand think Koha <laughs> means free. Yeah, it doesn't. It no, means it doesn't. Pay, pay by, we did a gig one time. Uh, I think I mentioned this before, so I'm repeating myself. Did a gig one time with about 90 people somewhere in Dunedin, and like I think we got 80 dollars. Like that's the worst Koha I've ever had. Yeah, but sometimes we've had 12 people, and we've got like 100 dollars. So it all depends on who turns up. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and back to the event you're doing with um, Nathan on Saturday. Yeah. So could you talk maybe a little bit more about your own experiences with with mental health and working in the comedy industry in yeah, New Zealand? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, because I think I'm a sort of a split. I've did about six years in Australia and this is be about my five and a half years or so in New Zealand. I think so I'm sort of split between the two in terms of experience. Um, but I had my first kind of uh, mental breakdown is a bit of an extreme word, but I guess I'd call it that. I had like a, a depression outbreak or mm. whatever, like um, a depression all over my body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird choice of words, depression outbreak. It made me think of that movie Outbreak with the monkey. You know, remember that one? Oh, you might not remember that. It was in the 90s and this monkey went around the place biting people and Classic. Dustin Hoffman was in it and some other people. <laughs> I can't remember much else, really. Um, Dustin Hoffman was in a lot of movies in the 90s. Anyway, um, so uh, I had a... <laughs> Uh, this real full-on depression uh, outburst, outbreak, e- episode? episode, there yeah. we go, yep. Yeah. And um, thankfully it was a short season, not one of those 24-episode seasons <laughs> on uh, American uh, TV. Um, it's more like a British series where they only have six episodes. <laughs> um, I'm glad to hear. Trying to get to my point here. Um, so anyway, like a lot of things had just built up. I had a bit of a toxic relationship with my girlfriend at the time. I was in a lot of debt and I wasn't eating right and just all the stress of trying to do comedy in Melbourne where there's not much money in it when you're kind of starting out or kind of mm. mid-level even. Or even when you're at, you're at the top, actually it's quite hard for people to make money it's just a brutal industry comedy and I just kind of just melted down on stage and at one gig because I had um, some of my girlfriend's family oh no family friends or something were in the crowd and and I knew they wanted to see a slick well together mm. put together show and they yeah. all got dressed up and and I just wasn't in that headspace and then I just kind of just let loose and was very honest about everything that was happening to me yeah yeah because um, prior to that I kind of you know had the facade of hey I'm a guy telling jokes and hear my jokes and then mm. I just it was quite com- a very yeah. common facade yeah. in yeah. the comedy industry just right? typical yeah. kind of hiding yeah. behind kind of bluster and stuff and so I kind of had a bit of a breakdown and um these and I was having it prior to that anyway like I was struggling to get out of bed I was really nervous and edgy and I'm not, normally I've got reasonable self-confidence but it was just useless then very like eyes looking at the ground and scratching myself yeah. and it edgy. might be surprising for someone who as a job performs in front of people yeah, almost every yeah. night like I don't think a lot of people would put two and two together no yeah you do get that one I mean obviously you get you know people that kind of uh, they work that out but there's a lot of people that they don't because they just assume oh you know you're just like that all the time but it's easy to kind of turn on the charm and the, mm. and, the, and what have you for five ten minutes but then you got the rest of the day to kind of get through yeah mm. and uh, yes yeah, so i had that and then um my uh 
mother came over to sort of see me and stuff and she was just really worried about me and what, everything that had happened and then uh, she has a history with uh, bipolar disorder mm. and then no, I won't get too heavy for you guys uh, but basically that sort of triggered her thing <laughs> and mm. here we were like tr both kind of melting yeah. down and mm. luckily my dad who's have some issues with two <laughs> um, terrible family uh, no no they're wonderful <laughs> but they've all got issues like, yeah they're wonderful um, he was able to kind of uh, talk us off the ledge so to speak mm. there, there wasn't we were on the ground floor so there's no ledge so don't worry um, <laughs> <laughs> he was able to kind of uh, talk us through it all and stuff so that so that was good because um, yeah I think we maybe left our own devices you, you know we we may have um, oh, I don't I don't know I don't think I would have done something I would have regretted if, if you get what I'm getting at but maybe yeah. my mum is a little bit more fragile may have yeah um, so that was good that we had someone to help us through and my grandmother at the time too and she's a very strong lady and she was able to help me through it over the phone and yeah stuff too. Cool, cool, cool. so that so that was good but the the ray of sunshine from all that though was my comedy totally changed and mm. I became much more honest and, mm. and more me on stage and do you ever joke yeah. about it on stage about uh, any mental health issues that yeah, you've had? Yeah, quite a few, but it's they're kind of hard ones to... Because a lot of time it's just in the moment. Yeah. I've got one when I get this, just like a silly little one, when I talk about how I stayed at a friend's flat and how, like, um, uh, the roof was leaking, but I had no idea until the third day because I'd been crying the entire time. <laughs> um, just like... Which isn't true. I yeah. I don't cry, I'm a man. Like, I'm not... I'm not, uh, I'm not Robert Smith. No, I do. I, <laughs> boys don't cry. Um, no, do you, I, I do cry. Do you think it's better than? Uh, do you think it's better to joke about it than to not talk about it at all or uh, ignore it at all? Yeah. Well, I'm not like a, a baby boomer that just drinks away my depression and mm. never talks about anything. Oh, I saw these two baby boomers yesterday. If I've got time to tell this quick, they were at a secondhand uh, shop. And they were just having this really casual conversation. And I thought the one guy had lost his job or something quite bad, but mm. not like the end of the world. And then as he left, <laughs> the other guy goes to me, goes, oh, yeah, well, you've just got to get up in the morning and uh, get on with things. Anyway, good luck with your cancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he walked off. And I was like, whoa, okay, these guys are Jesus. very just, you know what I mean? Like, hey, cavalier. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. And it wasn't a joke. It was, that's, the, that's honestly how their generation deals with things. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, you know, just, you know, get on with the cancer and uh, we'll see what happens. Well, you know? I feel as though as that generation's yeah. influence has disappeared, the honesty has become fun. Again, in like yeah, a positive yeah, way. Mm. definitely. Well, I think it's like not to, to begrudge them, obviously, that seems really gross, mm. but they were, you know, there was some warmth in their faces and their vibe, but they've just been taught as men in their 60s to kind of in public, especially, yeah, to mm. kind of just keep stuff up a lip and you know, keep calm and carry on and all those types of things. Mm. So, it, it, you know, what I mean, and I don't think they knew I was there to be fair, like I was rummaging around the books and being a wee spy and kind of just to give you some context mm. and just listing or what have you, but I just <laughs> Maybe like good luck with the cats. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> like it's something I shouldn't laugh at, but as kind of a dark comedian, I couldn't help but find mm. that funny and thought I'll write that down and try and make people laugh about that, which may be hard, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, a little bit more, uh, I found this very interesting. Of course, we can't say where the actual venue for oh, that yeah, show yeah. is, um, but there is they've that venue has been chosen because it has a lack of certain stimuli. Yeah, Could you no, talk no, a little bit about that? Yeah. So there's no. So this is that someone's kind of apartment house type thing and I've done these gigs before and they're quite good because you know uh, there's no alcohol uh, there's no pokies and uh, you know like TOB machines and you know various things that can mm. be in, in bars and mm. things 
plus no kind of drunken idiots and all that and uh, for someone like for, for someone like me like even with my depressions and stuff like I think I had a word this without sounding like a, a total douchebag like I'm big I'm like six foot tall I'm big I'm not a wimpy looking guy I can kind of handle myself even though my win win lost records and fights is terrible I, um you know what i mean i can handle myself put it that way like mm. i'm not an alpha male i'm an alpha fail like um <laughs> so I, got, I got the first part so um so that sort of environment's okay for me i can kind of plow through it but there are lots of comedians of of, of both sexes sometimes as as men sometimes uh women are actually just as you know bold and brash about dealing with those situations as guys can be but there are you know a lot of sensitive souls in comedy and in the arts and and they can sometimes crumble a bit in those environments and it's unfair that uh their comedic light can't shine as bright as it would if they were in a more um sensitive environment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. agrees yes because you you'll often see a comedian like i i I won't i can think of one that's here but i won't name them just in case it seems like i'm being Mm -hmm. a dick yeah and and they're very good but it's quiet and low-key and introverted and like it's just not going to play in a pub where people are dickheads and they're drinking and they're not giving them the full attention yeah but say they were in a quieter kind of environment with kind of other bookish kind of artsy intellectual type people would you know would kill yeah you know, like, yeah 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 it's just about finding your environment but unfortunately like comedy does often revolve around alcohol and you know mm. you know like nightlife and friday yeah. saturday nights and can and that things. trigger off some things for comedians or audience yeah, members sometimes m- as well perhaps too like you know you get some comedians hard scrabble lives where you know they've had fathers and mothers that have dragged them to the pub and you know maybe they've been beaten up in a pub and you know they're scared about it happening again. yeah like i yeah. don't you know, even though I say I can, I'm fine with it, but I have been hit, punched in the back of the head in pubs and have all sorts of things happen to me. So I'm not a massive fan of mm. mainstream pubs either, mm. you know, just yeah. because of that. Because they tend to be the type of environments where I'm cheeky and stuff and I'm good natured, but taken out of context and people overhear half a word and yeah. they're all revved up. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't really considered that yeah. in terms of comedy. Yeah. I yeah, mean, of course, yeah. in terms of music and, and arts, but yeah. not in terms of comedy. Just people can hear something and they haven't heard the whole context. Yeah. yeah. And then they just think, oh, there's that guy that was, you know, like the, the joke I said before about the guys in the bookshop. If you mm. took that out of context, you might think I was, and fair enough, you might think I was being a bit of a dickhead about a serious thing. Mm. And maybe someone in your family had that disease, and then you, you think, "Oh well, I'll punch him in the back of the head." Yeah, I can see how that might <laughs> yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. People like yeah. have that near aggression to wanting to say bad things about comedians rather yeah. than musicians because you're more likely to say, "Oh, or heckle," but yeah. you wouldn't heckle at a concert. Yeah, no, That's no, true. no. Um, people have a different attitude with comedy, especially in New Zealand, where it's. I don't know. It's still a new sport, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're running out of time. Oh a yeah, wee we're bit. rambling. Yeah. Um, but could you just give us a wee brief summary of what you're up to this week in Dunedin? Um, yeah. So I've got on um, uh, Friday night at Dee's Cafe down Prince Street. It used to be Purple Rain, if you remember that. That's on at seven thirty, and that's kind of a group show. Nathan's on there, and Ruben Crisp, who I mentioned before. And um, a new guy called Mike Chewy Bennett. He's really funny. He won uh, like a comedy competition uh, here recently. Awesome. Cool. And uh, and I'm I'm on last year, so I've got about like 15, 20 minutes. 
and I've got some uh, you know some ones people have heard before, but also maybe a couple of ones they haven't. Um, so you can come down and watch that. That's Kaha Entry. Then Saturday, Nathan's got his show 8 p.m. at Dee's Cafe, and you should definitely go watch that because it sounds like a really moving kind of um, important kind of uh, mm. piece of work he's put yeah. together there. Yeah. And so just get in contact with Nathan or Dan if you would like to go to that private oh, one as well, yeah, just like a reminder one. Yeah, the private for that. One, yeah. yeah, so email me on danielbrader at hotmail.com. That's Saturday at 1 o'clock. goes till 2. Um, yeah, message me and we can have a wee door lost and uh, stuff. And yeah, you can go to that one as well. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much for joining us on Wednesday Drive once again, Dan. Yeah, thanks very Third much. Third time Great this year. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, thanks very much. It's good to get some uh, local support. Yeah, awesome. All the best for this weekend. Thanks oh, for cheers. joining us. Oh, I hope you guys have a good weekend too. Thank yeah. you.